Hello everyone, welcome to Cinema Soft Underbelly, your one-stop shop for all things related to horror, science fiction, fantasy, gems in the rough, all that good stuff. I'm your host, Eugene Weaver, and today we're getting back on track after that uh, very depressing last uh, political episode. No politics today. Uh, all gore, grew, and horror fun uh, for the next 30-odd minutes. And uh, I thought to get back on track with the show, I would do a Top 10 list, because who doesn't love top 10 lists? Waka waka. Um, so I thought today uh, I would go through my personal top 10 favorite power saw scenes for the underbelly. Now, power saw could be a chainsaw or any other uh, gas-powered or electric-powered saw type Thing. And uh, there's plenty of uh, those devices used for murder out there in the world of horror. Uh, but I chose my personal top 10 favorites. So they may not be what you are expecting, or they may be. Who knows? We shall see. But anyway, let's get into this uh, crazy, gore drenched episode starting at number 10. Hopefully, I'm going to be able to get through all of these. Uh, I, I know, I know me and I know when I get onto a, uh, onto a, I don't know, onto my groove with this stuff that all of a sudden it's 15 minutes later and I'm still talking about the same movie. So I'm going to really try to plow through these, no pun intended. Um, starting at number 10, we have Peter Jackson's Bad Taste. Bad Taste was, uh, Directed, obviously, by Peter Jackson from 1987. And there is all sorts of crazy, disgusting, gory shenanigans in this super, super low-budget movie. This was his first movie. Uh, I love this movie. It's, I think, still considered one of his best movies. Uh, he actually has two different roles in it. And hey, Peter Jackson himself is the, uh, the proud... Uh, the proud recipient of the number 10 spot because he's actually the one wielding the chainsaw. This is, uh, this happens. I don't want to give too much away for like, I don't want to give plot points away for these movies in case you have not seen any of these, but needless to say, uh, Peter Jackson's character, uh, uses a chainsaw to go through the top of an alien's head. And the aliens are hilarious looking in this movie, by the way, this movie is more of a comedy than a horror movie, but it is, Utterly and truly disgusting. But he goes through the uh, the top of an alien's head, all the way all the way out through the anus, uh, blood, guts, gore, and everything in between. Follow. It is hilarious. More more funny than gross, although it is truly disgusting. Uh, but uh, it it almost got just an honorable mention. But it's it it it. Just made the top ten. So that's number ten. Number nine is, uh, and just bear with me here uh, as I uh, use my handy-dandy IMDb to pull up uh, the different movies that I want to talk about. 2004's Dawn of the Dead. This is Zack Snyder's directorial debut. And... Uh, there's not a ton of newer stuff, but this is certainly one that makes the list. Um, 
mainly due to an end scene or closer to an end scene where um, our heroes, uh, they basically take this armored truck and make it even more of an armored truck to escape the mall and get to a boat dock to hop on a boat, go to an island, blah, blah, blah. Uh, they actually go and they make these slots on this armored truck where you can stick a chainsaw through and slice zombies to bits as you're driving through the, the streets. And all seems to be going well, but of course, this is a zombie movie, so things don't always go so well. One thing leads to another, and one of our fearless heroes, and she's hardly a hero, and actually, she's, uh, she's cannon fodder. You, you pretty much can tell she's not going to make her way out of this movie alive. Uh, but she does uh, somehow, through a series of unfortunate uh, mishaps, the chainsaw in this vehicle goes right through her, uh, right through her neck area, all the way down to her stomach, and it is just uh, crimson gore drenched awesomeness. It's great, uh, such a great gag effect. In fact, on the Blu-ray uh, and DVD, there is uh, a making of with how they did some of the practical effects for the movie, because the movie, to my eyes, relies mainly on practical effects. Um, that is a great gag. In fact, that's one of the main reasons to watch the behind-the-scenes stuff is how they pulled off that chainsaw scene is very, very impressive. It just feels like something that uh, Tom Savini would have figured out back in the day, and it's it's glorious. Anyway, you got to check that one out. Uh, great movie, great effect. Number eight. And uh, this one here is our first non-chainsaw, but still in the Saw family. And that is, again, let me just um, type in and waste time typing in and all that stuff. There it is, 2007's Frontiers. Xavier, Ga Xavier Gans' uh, French Chainsaw Massacre is, I guess, what you could call this movie. And this is about a uh, gang of young thieves in Paris, and they there's political election, and there's up you know unrest and whatever, and they they uh, get out of dodge and uh, end up at this inn run by yes French neo Nazis. This is a fantastic movie. I love this movie. I've watched it uh, numerous times. Every time I watch it, I am I'm just blown away by the creepiness of it and. And the slow build-up to some truly disturbing scenes. One such scene in this movie is, uh, and again, obviously, if you're listening to this show, especially this episode, there is going to be spoilers, um, at least for these particular killing scenes. Uh, and this is one of the biggies. So if you don't want to know what goes down in this particular scene, you may want to skip to the next one. But I guess I can say the same for all of them. Um, in this particular scene, our, uh, one of our heroes is fending off a one of the neo-Nazi guys, and uh, there happens to be a, a table saw, which is a big flat table with a round saw blade basically used to cut lumber, or in this case, neo-Nazis. And uh, sure enough, through, uh, through their little tussle, uh, our neo-Nazi guy ends up on the wrong side of the uh, table saw, and boom! Blood sprays everywhere, mainly on our uh, uh, our lady hero's uh, face. She gets drenched in blood. It is uh, 
uh, it's disgusting and great and such a great payoff because the guy is, as all the characters in the movie are pretty much despicable. But it's always nice when these guys uh, get their comeuppance and, oh, that's a glorious, glorious, awesome scene. I love Frontiers. Check that movie out. Uh, that is probably one of the highlights of the movie, though, is that particular scene. But there is still some other uh, crazy stuff in that movie. Okay, number seven. Hey, guess what? You get to wait on me just a little bit. Um, okay, let's see here. Um, okay, number seven is The Intruder uh, from 1989. Um, and, of course, I'm not able to... Um, yep, there it is. The Intruder. Um, so, in this particular movie, this Scott uh, Spiegel directed this movie. It's about... It's basically a stalk and slash, slasher-type movie. Um... I mean, don't expect anything groundbreaking, but the fact that it's set in a supermarket, pretty much exclusively in a supermarket, with some good comedy in it, and and uh, Sam Raimi and his brother Ted Raimi are actually stars of this movie, and they're great. I love their roles in the movie, um, and it just this movie has a very Evil Dead camera work type feel going on, and I I really like that. I think that's a great gimmick. So, um, anyway, the scene in particular, uh, for this particular, for this movie is a, uh, again, in the chainsaw category, but not quite a chainsaw. It's a band saw. Yay. So Ted Raimi, I'm, I haven't seen the movie for maybe a couple of years, but I believe it's Ted Raimi's character is, uh, doing his thing in the, meat department or somewhere where he shouldn't be and here comes our killer and uh, here goes his head run through the bandsaw and the effects on this movie are so good. This is KMB effects and I believe that this is one of their, I want to say one of their first movies that they did. So they really uh, pulled out all the stops for this movie. Uh, there is an R-rated version and an unrated version and this truly earns the unrated version label. Um, it is, it is so incredibly gory when they finally get to the, uh, the killings, but the bandsaw scene in particular is the highlight of the movie. Uh, as with frontiers, there's still some other disgusting, nasty goodies thrown throughout the movie, but the bandsaw scene in particular is a very well done special effects gag that works. It's convincing and it is utterly disgusting. Check out that movie. Also, Bruce Campbell has a cameo in the movie, too. So yet another reason to hunt down that movie. I will say this. For all of these movies, um, now I don't want to say for all, but for most of the movies, there are uh, unrated versions of the movies. And I cannot stress enough, don't watch the R-rated versions of these movies. Find the unrated versions or just wait until you can get your hands on an unrated copy of the movies. Uh... Dawn of the Dead, and I think that Frontiers is just the standard across-the-board unrated or NC-17 version. But The Intruder, if you happen to watch the R-rated version, you're, you're not going to see that bandsaw scene. It's, I think it's pretty much jettisoned out of the movie completely. Um, and there are a couple others that, uh, that I'll get to that, that again, track down the, the unrated versions. 
Okay, so number six is stage fright. Uh, Mike, uh, Michael Soavi, I, I, I can never pronounce that guy's last name. So uh, the, uh, the super-duper awesome Italian director that also starred in some Lucio Fulci movies. He made Stage Fright. And this one is from 1987. And it is basically an Italian, uh, Italian giallo movie, but its aspirations are to be a, an American slasher movie because that's what it feels like. A group of stage actors are locked in a theater uh, for a rehearsal for an upcoming big musical production, and uh, there is an escaped lunatic from a local insane asylum, and the whole movie is a cat and mouse killing him off one by one type of thing. As far as the connections to Giallo, it does definitely does have that Italian feel, but this is much more of a slasher movie where there is not a big twist. It's just, here's a crazy man in a mask. The mask, by the way, is fantastic. It's this big owl mask, big owl head mask, whatever. It's great, but the scene in question in this movie is uh, the director of the play, who is uh, just a complete prick. Uh, again, another person that you're like, hey, you got, you're going to get what's coming to you. Well, he does. Um, uh, <laughs> he uh, gets, he's trying to get out of the place, and uh, he, I think he has a chainsaw, and um, the, our killer has a, a chainsaw. He's got. How, how is it? It's it's a almost humorous scene how it plays out, but our uh, director guy is holding an axe, if I remember correctly, and he's, for some reason, overcomes killer guy. He chainsaws off the guy's arm, and so the guy's arm drops, still holding the axe. Our killer picks up the uh, arm and axe and lops his head off. It's great. <laughs> it's just like, oh, not just arm chopped off with chainsaw, but decapitation, the end, and blood and gore, and it's great. It's a great scene. Again, one of the best one of the best scenes in the movie. There is a drill scene through a door in this movie, too, that uh, it must be seen to be believed. It's like, okay, that was a great effect. This movie has fantastic practical effects. It is every bit as good as a lot of the movies that it is trying to emulate from America. So check out Stage Fright. It's great. Next up is finally a movie with Chainsaw in the title, and that would be Texas Chainsaw Massacre Part 2. And the version that I'm talking about is uh, from 1986. This is uh, Toby Hooper's sequel, black, black comedy, I mean, jet black comedy sequel to his nasty original. Um, the, there are, of course, with the Chainsaw Massacre movies, there are numerous scenes of chainsawing mayhem. In this scene, uh, the reason that uh, Texas Chainsaw Massacre Part 2 makes number 5 is the very beginning of the movie. It is a great way that uh, they set things up. And that is uh, two college pricks driving down the road and just being douchey on the phone with uh, this the, a DJ that they're calling in and just harassing her, uh, making fun of Texas, making fun of everything. And uh, lo and behold, they upset uh, Leatherface and uh, and I'm guessing uh, probably Chop Top, um, his brother, and uh, one thing leads to another, and one of the college kids has the top of his head chopped off with a chainsaw. And the effect was done by Tom Savini, 
to uh, to great effect. This was uh, one of my first horror movies that I saw as a as a uh, I was probably twelve or thirteen, and uh, that effect happened so early on in the movie that I was stunned and in love with this movie. I'm like, how did they do that? The guy's head is the top of his head slowly sliding off and blood sprays everywhere. And I'm like, how did they do that? That's so real. And the effect still really works good for a movie that is now this old. This practical effect holds up to this day. It's a great scene. It's again, it's oddly funny. And I hate even saying that, but the whole movie is just so wacky and weird and trying to play for laughs. Uh, but the scene works tremendously. And there are other scenes in part two that are worthy of inclusion, but I thought if I had to pick just one, it would be the uh, college kid head chainsawing. There you go. Check it out. Great movie. Number four is the original Texas Chainsaw Massacre. Yay. Um, this is sitting firmly at number three on my favorite movies of all time. Um, it is pretty much the granddaddy of horror movies right next to The Shining. Every time I watch it, it gets better. This movie literally is getting better with age. It seems to be getting more and more creepy. I love that. And Toby Hooper, although in recent years, does not have that same fire that he used to. Back in the day, this guy made some really good movies. And Texas Chainsaw Massacre is a five-star masterpiece. Not necessarily gory, but very ugly and dirty. And because of that, it makes the movie feel all the more violent. This movie feels so incredibly violent while really not showing a whole lot. The scene in question uh, from, uh, from Texas Chainsaw Massacre is Franklin in the wheelchair. Uh, if I'm, if you're listening to this show, you've got to know what scene I'm talking about. Again, it's not that gory, but the whole setup for it is genuinely frightening. And the fact that the actually the fact that we don't see Chainsaw making contact, but we see blood splatting on Leatherface and um, and just Sally screaming in the background, and it's 16 millimeter dirty, grimy in the woods. It's just a horrific scene, and it works. Uh, so well to gen genuinely shock the audience. Um, that movie is unrelenting. And in fact, of all the movies on this list, that is this is the best movie on this list. Um, however, it's not my favorite chainsaw scene. Okay, next up is number three. Uh, this one here is, I actually was surprised that it made it this high for me, but uh, every time I see it, and I've watched this movie way more times than I should have by now since it came out in 2013. And I'm sure that my co-host, Eric Marner, is probably already groaning going, here we go, Evil Dead remake. Yep, it's the Evil Dead remake, of course. Uh, that movie rears its ugly head on Movie Freaks and my own show more times than it should. And I recently watched the unrated version, which, which I will say, if you are going to watch this movie, get the unrated version. It's uh, four to five minutes more. Not all gore. There are some character beats that are added that are – honestly, they don't need to be added. But there are some more gore gags in this movie that uh, – right, they're great. And it was well worth the purchase on Voodoo. The scene that I'm talking about in uh, this movie is, <laughs> is uh, the uh, ending – spoilers. This is the very ending of the movie pretty much. But it is raining blood. Um, 
Slayer. Slayer rules. Um, so literally, blood is pouring down from the sky. And uh, our hero, uh, Jane Levy, in the movie, she's Mia. She is um, fending off the abomination, which is basically this demonic evil entity that is her kind of, like her her evil spirit or whatever, come back to life. So uh, she has she has been pummeled through the entire movie, ever, as it has, has everybody. She's pulled her hand off because a jeep landed on her, her arm and she had to pull her hand off. It's so hardcore. Uh, so all leading up to her with a chainsaw, um, and I'm not even gonna. I'm not even gonna say the line that she uses as she, the the payoff line because you have to see it to it's it's perfect. But she rams the chainsaw through this demon creature's neck. Um, it is it is gore perfection. It's such a great payoff to all the insanity that came before it, and um, it's one of the grossest scenes of this top ten in my opinion. The blood it, it's and it helps that. The entire screen is awash in raining blood, and uh, then this happens, and you're like, what? It's brilliant. So, number three is the Evil Dead remake. Number two. Now we're getting down to the good stuff. Number two is 2003's Hot Tension, also known as High Tension, also known as Switchblade Romance. This is Alexandre Aja's directorial debut from France. This is a, about uh, two girls that go to the one uh, girl's parents' house, and uh, lo and behold, there's a murderer on the loose, and he murders the family, kidnaps the one girl, and the other girl is then left to, uh, who she's actually Cecil uh, de France, and she is so good in this movie. Um, basically, she... Uh, is sneaking around trying to get her friend back. Twists and turns abound in this movie. I'm not going to say anything more than that. Although uh, the first half of this movie it felt like it was lifted straight out of a Dean Koontz novel. Intensity, I believe, is what that book was called. Fantastic book. Um, however, back to the movie. There are some great, great kills in this movie. The movie is so hardcore. Uh, the, the special effects were done by Gianetto De Rossi, and he is a legend in the effects field. He has done so many great special effects. Um, Zombie, uh, Cannibal Apocalypse, House by the Cemetery, Piranha 2, The Spawning. Uh, he also worked on uh, Dune, the, the uh, David Lynch movie, Rambo 3, um, and some higher profile movies as well. The, the guy has such a great, I would consider him to be the French answer or the Italian, I'm sorry, the Italian answer to uh, Tom Savini. The particular scene that I'm talking about for this movie is the cement cutter through windshield into man's face and neck. I don't want to say a whole lot more because that spoils what comes right before it and after uh, but I will say that um, I was shocked. And every time I watch the movie, it gets me. It's like that is such a mean and nasty scene that works 
so well for a horror movie. It's something that I haven't seen before. It's like, oh, a cement cutter. Okay, well, that's even somehow worse than a chainsaw. Somehow. I don't know. It, it just is, especially in the context of this movie. Um, but be prepared. This movie is rough stuff. This is another one where uh, there is an R-rated version out. The first time I watched the movie there, I watched the R-rated version, and then shortly thereafter, I got my hands on the unrated version. Do not... Do not ever watch the R-rated version. There's only 45 to 50 seconds that were cut, but all of it is hardcore gore, and those seconds add up really, really fast. So avoid that. Avoid it. Please watch the unrated version of Hot Tension. Uh, it's phenomenal. A fantastic movie. Fantastic directorial debut. Uh, and in everything about it works. Even the big twist that some people have an issue with, I think works perfectly for this uh, movie. That leaves us with number one. What could number one be? Well, um, one of my very favorite slasher movies. I've talked about this movie way more times than I should at this point, uh, but I can't help myself. It's a trash masterpiece. That is uh, 1982's J.P. Simon's Pieces, of course. Yes, Pieces Beats Out, Texas Chainsaw Massacre, and uh, Hot Tension, and Frontiers, and all the other movies. This insane slice of, of ridiculous Spanish slasher from the early 80s wins. Uh, <laughs> college kids are getting killed by a chainsaw-wielding person. This movie has got to be seen to be believed. It is so great, especially the Grindhouse releasing Blu-ray that recently came out. It is one of my pride and joys in my, in my collection. Urge you to check the, this movie out on Blu-ray. It looks stunning. The scene that I'm talking about in here, and there are numerous chainsaw scenes, is uh, a scene in the girls' locker room. A girl is being chased by our fearless chainsaw-wielding killer, and she gets it right in the guts. And, um, some, for, I, well, I was gonna say for some reason this scene is extra gory. I know why. They actually used an up-close shot of a pig, uh, a pig carcass, and they show a chainsaw running through a pig carcass. Well, so therefore, it really genuinely looks real because they're actually cutting through a real creature. Um, it is so gory for some reason. Um, maybe it wasn't the girl... There's so many scenes in this movie. There's one in a in an elevator, and there's another one uh, on a uh, on a waterbed, and then there's another one of the girls. Yeah, there's a lot of scenes in this movie, but the one in particular, you'll know which one I'm talking about when you see it, if you've seen it with the chainsaw running through. It's a tight, up-close shot of supposedly the girl's stomach. It's so hardcore and gross and, and done only in a way that the 80s slasher movies did it. Um, as gory as like Evil Dead, the remake is, and Hot Tension. Something about those older movies using older film stock and the music and everything just adds to that craziness for some reason. And that's why this movie makes its way to number one for me for the most over-the-top awesome power saw scene on the underbelly. So check them out. All 10 of these movies are great in their own right. Uh, some obviously are better than others, but I genuinely love each and every movie here on this list. And I know I've talked about the, these movies before in different contexts, but um, if you're 
if you're down for some power saw action in your horror movies, check any one of these 10 out. And there's other ones. I didn't talk about the Saw movies. There's some disgusting scenes in the Saw movies. I don't like those movies as much. Uh, Peter Jackson's own uh, Dead Alive has a crazy ending that must be seen to be believed, but I personally enjoyed uh, the ending of Bad Taste better, or that, that particular scene in Bad Taste better. Uh, but there's, there's a ton of movies out there. Um, I could even make a case for the, uh, for the weed eater scene in Friday the 13th Part 7, The New Blood. Uh, but that scene got hacked to bits, and so I did not... It, the arted version is hacked to bits, so... But it's still a cool, interesting thought that, oh, Jason is using a uh, weed eater in this. And now I'm just going on and on blabbing. I'm done. I'm going to wrap this up. Uh, get a hold of me, eugene-weaver at hotmail.com for any comments or questions or movies that you think I should see, movies I should avoid, all that great stuff. You can find me on the Facebook and sometimes the Twitter. And, um, of course, stay tuned for another Movie Freaks episode coming up very soon where we drink heavily and laugh plenty and talk about, for the most part, crappy movies with some gems in the rough, too. Um, that's going to do it for my show. Again, thanks so much for listening. Hope you enjoyed it. And until next time, happy Thanksgiving.